The Print Files, where we bring you the inside story on the printing industry by Print21, the people who know print. Well, good day, folks, and welcome to this episode of The Print Files. I'm Grant McCarran, and I'm sitting in once again for Wayne Robinson to bring you part two of the Trends and Tech from Pack Print series. This series of episodes is focusing on the new technology and trends observed at PacPrint in June 2022, and it's using some of the 34 interviews that were live-streamed from the exhibition floor. We start the episode with Wayne talking to Arnon Goldman, General Manager for Asia-Pacific at HP, about their Indigo 100K, 15K, 7K and 6K digital presses. Okay, on the HP Indigo stand, or on the Curry Group stand, which is obviously your, your partner here, the centrepiece is the HP Indigo 100K. Yes. And Curry Group there is talking about analog to digital conversion there. It's a non-stop press, 6,000 sheets an hour, and Anthony A.J. Jackson tells me it can actually print non-stop with the, with the uh, non-stop feed option. Can. Um, so are you seeing that uh, analog to digital conversion, because there's a hundred of those machines around the world now, are you seeing that happening with that press? Definitely, yeah. definitely. So when developing the press, we had two models in mind. Or yeah. the, the golden image of a, of a customer that would love it, right? Yeah. It would be this analog to digital uh, conversion, yeah. just productivity yes. and uh, you know, the benefits uh, around that. And there were the, the web businesses, right? Web-based businesses, e-commerce, yeah. uh, with big volume of small uh, jobs. Yes. We had the golden numbers of what's the volume that makes sense in every territory. It's different because of the economy of scale yeah. and uh, economic yeah. parameters and labor and so on. Yeah. Uh, but we had this uh, roughly mapped. And I can say that like every new series that we introduced, moving from the Indigo Series 2 to Series 3, Series 3 to Series 4, yeah. there's the speed benefit, you know, usually doubling. Yeah. In this case, we added 30% on the speed. And there's the actual productivity yes and we saw moving from history already from series 2 to series 3 it's double the speed but we got three times the volume hmm. because yeah. it made sense yeah. more and the economics of it worked better and then same true with series 3 to series yeah. 4 and what we see with series 5 is very similar so the benefit here is not doubling okay it's adding 30% to the speed but with many other features adding yeah. to the productivity additional 20% yeah. making it 150% not only in theory. So now we see it, we have over 110 presses installed around yeah. the world. And you actually, you know, you, you start gathering, gathering <laughs> statistics from around the world, from specific territories. Yeah, you must have a real works. overview. It actually works. It yeah. actually delivers yeah. the promise. Okay. And it makes us, of course, very happy and yeah. our users <laughs> very happy. Uh, Okay, and, yeah. and actually there's two versions, aren't there, of that B2 press, the, the 100K, which is a non-stop high-performance yes. 24 hours a day or you know big shifts anyway uh, and then you've got the 15k which yes. is a different target and a slightly different machine so the 15k delivers the our classic value proposition or yeah. our classic uh, claim in the in the industry right it's the swiss knife uh, okay the us. swiss army knife it does for everything yeah. that's the agility versatility yeah. uh, uh, point uh, and it's still of what we're selling it's a lot of what we're selling yeah. I can tell you that we uh, we're doing very well with the 15k HD in Asia which is okay. very unique because the rest of the world Europe and North America yeah. they sell a mix of the 15k okay. and, the, and the HD yeah uh, and here it became almost a standard okay to offer the, the to ask for the HD yeah. and uh, and this is what we are doing mainly in places like India 
China. Uh, so quite exciting. And still this, in terms of the, the versatility, this is, you know. So is that why I would buy, if I was a print business, print yeah. service provider, I'd buy a 15K if I needed a versatile, flexible machine that could do various things? Because yes. it's not just a full color press, is it? Yes, exactly. So, yeah. again, the, the versatility doesn't come only from the colors, right? Yeah. So there's uh, the other features and so yeah. on. Uh, but definitely, if you need the more versatility, yeah. uh, then it's the 50K HD. If it's yeah. just a production horse, it's the 100K. Okay, okay, great. And then, of course, you've got your 7K, which is the classic yes. SRA three-size machine. Uh, launched for Drupal, which unfortunately didn't happen. Yes. Drupal, but, you know, but life carries on. Uh, and what's the story with the 7K then? So the 7K, as we always introduce uh, an incremental uh, value in every yeah. uh, model that comes and adds up to the Series 3 yeah. uh, series of presses, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it follows the same story. Yeah. First of all, we show a commitment to this uh, side of the market, this yeah. format, and, uh, yeah. uh, and we are there. I can tell you that we are doing very well with the 7K. Yeah. 6K uh, as well. I just saw the, the total oh, yeah. numbers. The labels press. The labels yeah. press, yes. I just saw the number of uh, presses worldwide, the most updated numbers, and it's... Yeah. How long is it? Like two years, right? Uh, since yeah, two Drupa, years, yeah. Since yeah. the no Drupa? Yes, there's no Drupa, <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, and uh, we sold over 220 6Ks and over 50, 25Ks. And I can tell you that when it comes to the labels and packaging side, yeah. and sorry that I'm... You know, shifting it to there, I'll, no, I'll no, talk good. to the 7K yeah. in a second as well. Uh, a lot of it, a disproportional portion of it, comes to Asia. Hmm. Okay. And we've installed within Asia a disproportional portion of it. When you yeah. look at the size of the yeah. market and so yeah. on, goes to places like Bangladesh, Vietnam, okay. uh, of course, a lot in China. Yeah. Because there's a lot of uh, production moving to these countries, yeah. a lot of manufacturing also for the rest of the okay. world in some cases, you know, some uh, export uh, yeah. on the tags uh, market yeah. and so on. Okay. The seven, 7K is popular here, though, in Australia. 7K yeah. keeps uh, and being the, popular. And the 6K, and especially the, yeah. the label press. We see quite a lot of them go into this country. It's, it's our entry point. Yes. And you can see along the years our portfolio moving upwards in yeah. terms of the productivity and so on. So yeah. now our entry point is the Series 3. Yeah. And, uh, and 7K is still very, very yeah. strong in Australia, in Japan, uh, in Korea, yeah. uh, parts of Southeast Asia. Hmm. Uh, and, uh, and it delivers actually the maximum value and maximum number of inks yeah. and, and possibilities we yeah. have. So that's like the real Swiss knife. It's a smaller Swiss knife, yeah. but it yeah. includes everything. Right. Yeah. This next segment is my chat with Matt Johnson, CEO of TriMat Systems, about their launch of their TriMat 1170 digital color printer, which is targeted at printing on sustainable products. We're going to talk about printing on uh, sustainable products and things like that, I believe. That's right. That's yeah. right. Here at the show this year, we're, uh, we're launching our TriMat 1170 uh, digital color printer which is targeted at sustainable packaging printing. Uh, it has some unique benefits, and I suppose in tune with the demands of the market, it's making sure that we look after our, our earth and our mm -hmm. world, and we look to uh, build packaging that's sustainable. I suppose sustainable packaging is the buzzword. Yep. We've created a product and some product handling that allows businesses to print vibrant digital colors on... Um, porous sustainable 
packaging products. So right. from bags to burger boxes to pizza boxes. Wow. To, uh, I suppose, carry bags. Um, businesses are looking for a solution and we've got it. Cool, because I imagine there's... Uh, we're, we're totally used to printing on such and such GSM of bonded paper and all this kind of stuff. But now along come these new products made from recycled gear, made from recyclable gear, all this kind of thing. What are the, the dynamics? What do you have to keep in mind? What, what do you have to be aware of when these new products come through that you have to be able to print on and sure. run them at speed and all that? Yeah, that's a great question. One of the things I suppose that we focus on is the product handling. Okay. So the printing technology itself, it's a, it's a HP product. Mm-hmm. It uses the HPF 1000 okay. uh, print engine, which is a 297mm print swath. Uh, to print on these products and achieve the results you need, you need to be within a millimetre of the substrate. Mm. So, And if you're further away, it distorts the image. Yep. So the product handling is the key. So for us at TriMat, uh, doing the things that keep us excited we talked to many customers about two years ago and we asked them what range of products do they want to be able to print on and believe it or not they came back with a swag of products that were from two meters in size down to the size of a business card yep and the products at times varied from a 60 gsm sheet of paper up to a multi-layered flute board or b flute board or a a bag that has multiple folds and a gusset. So <laughs> to build a machine that's going to give a business a one product handling platform that has the capacity to handle that a range of products takes an effort. Yeah. And I think for us being a local engineering company, we have the capacity to do that. And I think that's, that's where we've been able to meet the challenges of the market. Okay, so it sounds like quite a complicated piece of machinery to, to look after. Listen, and what kind of speeds did you say it would do? Well, well, actually, it's not complicated to look after, Grant. Oh, it's, fantastic. Um, I suppose we've tried to use the KISS principle. We've, mm-hmm. we've made the machine as simple as it can be for an operator to use, uh, but still have the efficiencies in the throughput. So the linear speed of the machine is 27 metres per minute. So if you're looking to print, uh, let's say, something A4 size, and you're feeding at the long edge leading, mm-hmm. uh, we have an automatic feeder that can feed products of that size. So we can get very, 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 very good throughput. So you might be doing, say, 9,000 sheets per hour. Um, however, if you get a product that's a cardboard box that someone might be putting a skateboard into it mm-hmm. once it's been printed, yep. uh, that skateboard box, when it's unfolded, is like 1.6 metres long by 900 millimetres wide. But they only need to produce 40 of those boxes. <laughs> but the boxes are worth $30 each. Yeah, yeah. So now you need something that's got the ability for them to be able to set the machine up, run those boxes with no waste. Mm-hmm. Because that's where you lose the money and the yep. waste. Exactly. So we've worked hard working with our clients and they tell us what they need. And then we went away and we configured a machine. And if you look at what we have here at the show... And the amount of products that we're able to feed on it, it's the reason why we're taking orders at this show yeah. this week. And that's the thing. We've been trying to co- coordinate a time for you and I to have a chat yeah. for the last day and a half. <laughs> we have. Because you have been flat out. You've had so many people, 
excuse me, you've had so many people come and say hi, and it's not just chatting and catching up, it's actual orders. We've had, uh, well, fortunately for me, there's a couple of finance companies around the exhibition. <laughs> there's one actually directly opposite my booth. And, Strategic um, spotting. <laughs> uh, yesterday, in the first hour, we took a purchase order. Yep. Um, uh, this morning, well, actually last night, after the show finished at 10 past 6, uh, I was getting ready to leave, and a client walked up and wanted to have a chat. Uh, he decided to come back today. Uh, he gave us a purchase order at midday today. Wow, fantastic. So, and they're not just Melbourne-based. I'm talking about around the country. Mm-hmm. So, um, And the amount of interest we've had from the machine, from yep. uh, businesses that employ, let's call them a ma and pa, a, mm-hmm. a mum and dad business, up to businesses that employ uh, more than 10 people, yep. it tells me that uh, people are seeing where the product fits and the value that it brings to their customers. Yeah, exact, exact. Yep. Okay, so on the stand, you obviously have that machine. Do you have any other items that people might see if they come down? Yeah, we have. We've got examples. Uh, unfortunately, I can't bring every machine that we build here. <laughs> otherwise, um, otherwise there'd be no space for anyone else at the show. Uh, however, we have got examples of various other machines that we've displayed at recent exhibitions. Mm-hmm. Um, so our Foldline 9000, which has been quite successful for gluing and folding. Yep. Uh, we displayed that at an expo here in Melbourne five weeks ago. We've taken a purchase order from a leading company in Australia for that. Cool. Uh, I'll tell you more about that at another time, <laughs> but that's very exciting. Yeah. Um, but we've also got a range of our different solutions here. I suppose after chatting to people, you find out that they do other things that mm-hmm. are outside what we have here. So once again, in our consultative approach, we do talk to customers about other things that we can offer them. Fantastic. Well, Matt, thanks so much for coming on the show. Always great to have a chat with you and find out what's new in the world of TriMat Systems. That's great, Grant. Thank you very much. Next up is Wayne's discussion with Rod Harrison, EFI's Vice President of Sales in Asia-Pacific, about their EFI Pro 30H hybrid printer. So you're on the Curry Group booth with the machine you've got here is the is the EFI Pro 30H. That's correct. Which is it seems to me strikes me as a as a versatile kind of jobbing machine, absolutely, isn't it? Absolutely, absolutely. So that's why we you know we had a identified a bit of a gap in the, in the portfolio. Mm. Um, you know we had the H3, H5, we had our super high speed um, you know hybrids as well, yeah. and obviously you know you've heard the stories about multiple people putting in our five meter roll to roll machines. Yeah. Uh, but we didn't have something that was kind of like the, the Swiss Army knife for the small yeah, business. Okay. And so we brought out the Pro 30H. Um, and it's a you know, great little printer. It's got magnetic drives, yeah. you know, latest multi-drop yeah. technology that yeah. all of the big boys, you know, all the bigger... And what's multi-drop? What do you mean by that? Okay, so ultra, we, we use, um, uh, you know, Ricoh Gen 5 heads yeah. with uh, a 7 pica liter drop yeah. size, but with yeah. four grayscale levels. Okay. So we can get very, very smooth transitions, and yeah. we call that whole thing ultra drop. Okay. Okay. It just gives us a very small yeah. drop. Yeah. Magnetic drives give us really vibration-free accurate drop placement okay. that's kind of how you can get higher speeds without losing quality and not yeah. getting banding the science is amazing isn't well, it well it's we get a lot of really good propeller heads in, yeah. in our R&D area and, yeah. and, and, and hey they've got 20-30 years experience of doing this stuff yeah. so they, yeah. they just keep coming out with things all the time and yeah. it's, it's kind of interesting because most people sort of think this industry is a bit of a razors and blades model right yeah. where you know you sell the equipment because you want them to, to buy all the inks yeah Surprise to me, you know, my third year now with, uh, or I just started my fourth year with EFI, um, but 
every time we bring out a new product, it uses less ink. Right, right, okay, yeah. Right. So that kind of kiboshes that theory, really, doesn't it? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. we're trying to be the good guys, you yeah. know, uh, and, and because we know that the long-term sustainability of the industry is going to be around productivity gains, yeah. right? I mean, and look, you know, the reason I was late coming over here, I was talking to a customer who yeah. is, is looking to onshore graphic display production from China. Yeah. Because they kind of have to. There's an increasing amount of that as well. And so, yeah. you know, again, very interesting conversation with them about yeah. what problems they're trying to solve. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and not talking about the product, yeah. right? We, 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 we've got a, you know, if you've got a round hole or a triangular-shaped hole or a star-shaped hole, mm. we've got something that'll fit it, right? Yeah. So it's not about the product. Yeah. But back to the Pro 38, yeah, great little product. Yeah. Uh, we've, I think Curry's have put four of them in, uh, including this one that they've just sold off the stand, um, yeah. and a couple of, um, you know, multiple fab reviews as well. So, yeah, you know, that, I think that's six printers in the last... Six weeks, okay, or something. So, so the Pro Thirty Eight, obviously, Pro Thirty Eight, it's getting uptake, yeah. and and it's getting yeah. uptake because it's value for money, yeah, right. It's a general versatile machine. You can do rolls, you yeah. can do boards, yeah. you can do all sorts of different things yeah. on it, and it's um, you know, it's a it's a great little reliable, um, fantastic state of the art product. To wrap up this episode, Wayne caught up with Ben Carroll, the founder of Velflex who gives us his experience of PackPrint, talks about getting into the heat press industry and also about their new DTF technology. Yeah, and it's great to have Ben Carroll, the Managing Director of Velflex here on the stand. I managed to drag Wayne, him off. how are you? Great, Ben. I managed to drag you off your very busy stand. Um, how's PackPrint been for you? Mate, it's been great. Like, yeah. not only one, just seeing everybody. Like, getting yeah. the industry back again. It's been two and a half, three years, yeah. you know, so we've seen those faces. Um, but as far as a business, you know, there's there's a chat of doom and gloom or, you know, recession, like those sorts of words of, oh, the, you know, slowing down. I, I Our stand has never been busier. Yeah. We've never had as many people invest in equipment. Like yesterday, last yeah. day of financial year, and we had a massive day, you know, our biggest equipment sale month ever I, I, for the and business. And is that because print businesses are starting to look at new revenue streams and thinking, yeah. okay, heat transfer, the, I, I what think, you provide? I think they're ready, like, you yeah. know, it's been two years of yeah. sort of insular business development, yeah. you know, and now they're getting back out and people are wanting to expand their business, yeah. they're wanting to grow, they're, they're wanting to get out. Yes, stepping into new markets yeah. or just even upgrading equipment yeah. and doing things better. Okay. Um, and you're you're in two. You've got two businesses. One's a, a trade house mm. and you're, uh, for for heat transfer. Correct. And the other one that's Ultra Color in Brisbane. And then the other one is Velflex, and well, based in Albury Donger. Obviously, both businesses nationally. Correct. Yeah. Uh, and that supplies equipment for people to t- produce their own heat transfer. That's right, isn't it? Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So, like fifteen years ago, we started, and it was always about making heat transfer that complete garment decoration solution you know not I'm a screen printer and I do heat transfer in the side but yeah. actually a fully fledged <clears throat> stands on its own decoration solution and, yeah. and obviously with Velflex it was give the equipment give the education give them the consumables to produce their own transfers and print but there was always you know areas where some designs were too difficult with yeah. you know the $30,000 machine just didn't quite cut it yeah. you know and did create pain points so we created Ultra Color which was you know significantly 
increasingly bigger investment machines, but we could produce the transfers that they didn't want to yeah. do. So we're a trade house. We only yeah. sell back to our customers who yeah. are then doing the decoration and on-selling. Yeah. But it means they don't say no to any work. Yeah. When a job comes in the door, they don't go yes to everything and, yeah. and hate doing two really difficult ones, but they don't want to say no. Yeah. Now they say yes, they do the seven or eight in-house and they outsource the two difficult ones to us. Okay. We do the transfers, we send them to them two days later and they press them, they yeah. make the markup and on they go. Fantastic. So it's really for us, like it, we've had a cracking couple of years. Yeah, and your business has really grown because I knew you when you were in Brookvale and the yeah. old place there and then just before COVID, I think it was or virtually right on the day of COVID, yeah. you moved it to Brisbane, didn't you? Yeah, look, three months in from COVID, uh, the chips are down and we all felt it, you know, when the yeah. business is disrupted. So we decided what better time than disrupt the business. Yeah. We had to grow we need to expand um, what better time to do it when it was already happening with everybody so we did we we made the call to yeah. very quickly pick the whole business up and move it in a state and um, look one of the most challenging things that I've ever done we I we moved entire print factory machinery and all completely unsighted by me other than by Facebook Right. Uh, so FaceTime, okay. you know, we rented with a 10-year lease, a building signed on the line, the whole works, moved factories and containers to Brisbane, and I'd never stepped in foot of the place. Okay. Well, that's know. faith. Um, and we did it all with FaceTime, you know, FaceTime and Zoom. My builder was building walls, and where do you want this door yeah. exactly? You know, we can't put it just... Okay, with, and, and since then... Yeah. You, now you're up to, you know, you're almost kind of ex, uh, the limit of that factory, aren't you? Yeah, we, yeah. we've almost, we're putting rooms in spaces yeah. that were previously, we'll just store things there. And no. is that because the demand for heat transfer products is growing so much? Yeah, look, the market is growing. But yeah. I also, I believe when you, you buy machinery, and this is our customers' philosophy yeah. for them as well, um, we're in a printing industry. When you put the equipment in, you, you find the sales to fill it. You know, when you've got yeah. the capacity, yeah. somehow you just get yeah. the work to fill it. And and that happened with us. We've put the machines in and the capacity has mm. been there and we just were able to to do the work and it's found us. And um, we're continuing to grow. Okay. But the market is is also yeah. a good one and it's yeah well we see that t-shirts sports mm. shirts business apparel franchise apparel if i'm a uh, you know a regular printer regular print business commercial offset print business how easy or hard is it to get into the heat transfer business okay so the first thing that you need is a heat press yeah like that's your first investment and that allows you to be a garment decorator because yeah. you can buy the transfers you can buy those things yeah. and press them on controlling the press onto the garments so yeah. you're controlling that printing process. And then it's a case of where do you want to sit in terms of manufacturing your transfers. And yeah. that could be a cutter, which is a small investment, but you can do all your one color sort of customized sort of stuff. Yeah. You know, a fifteen, twenty thousand dollar investment is then getting into your print and cut systems, which yeah. is your vinyl, and then you're sort of stepping up in just to simply bigger machines. Yeah. And heat presses, you know, you can buy them for two and a half thousand, two thousand dollars, two and a half thousand dollars for a quality good machine yeah. that'll do hundreds of applications yeah. a day yeah. you know so when you talk about a two and a half thousand dollar investment in the printing yeah. industry we're yeah. going yeah. Well, that's nothing right? Yeah, that's and, right and that machine I promise you will be in that business for 15 in 15 years time probably yeah. doing the same job yeah. it, it's a small investment to get in and, and side sell and we've all learned from COVID and even the GFC like all taught us that we can't be insular or, or centre laned in, in our market typically yeah correct you need to be good at what you do you know that can't be the jack of all master of none but if we've got a good customer base that trust us to buy a product 
and we sell them X, hang on, maybe stepping and going across to apparel where they can buy their stickers and their apparel. They can buy their A4 flyers and their menus and their uniform, the same customers in the same transaction. That that is a cross sale that isn't taking you away from from focusing and being really good, you know. So, and that's what we're finding. So businesses that are in the printing space, we've got printers employed, they know what they're doing, we know how to deal with our customers and they trust us. Can we broaden our product offering? And apparel decoration is one of those that's really come about in the last sort of five, six years. Yeah, and the the logic is compelling because as you say, print businesses, typically they've got customers, they've got a lot of skills Mm. that are easily transferable or can leverage over to to, to the equipment there. And so what you're saying is all they need is a printer cutter, a two or three thousand dollar heat press, and, and, and you're away. You're away. You're away, yeah. and we, we yeah. supply the full education around all of that yeah. to get you taught. Because and then the really difficult yeah. jobs they can send up to you guys in yeah. Brisbane. Yeah, hundred percent. What's I, I've heard, I think, from you and from others that transfer to film is a big thing these days. Can you talk us about? Tell yeah, us about so that. So there's a term DTF or direct to film, okay, yeah. and that is the the hottest topic right now. And at the trade show, it is everybody's asking about it. Yeah. And it's effectively our ultra color transfer that we've, you know, we've got a big setup and a couple of million dollars worth of kit yeah. producing that. It's it's a way of merging that technology that we've built up with the technology of direct to garment. So yeah. taking the inks and print head technology and packaging it into a machine that prints a transfer very similar to the ultra color, not to the same standard, but to a quality that is good enough for a big portion of the market and it packages it down into a smaller machine that is bite-sized for a small, medium business, right? And that's almost about sort of it's like taking five or six years of experience that we've built up and finally putting into something that we can now move through to our customers. Because isn't that the goal, but to give the power to the people, the power yeah. to our customers to produce the prints and the technology in-house, and we educate them on how to do it. Um, it is the bleeding edge. It is, it's, it's sort of the very start of a 10-year journey in that space. Um, it is what EcoSoul, like Roland and Mark EcoSoul printers were for heat transfer yeah. 15, 10 years ago. Yeah. We've been on this amazing ride. DTF or director film is the next 10 years, 15 years for our heat transfer industry. Yeah. Um, and so it's hugely exciting. It's all the rage, but it's it's a, the very early days. And, um, and we're taking that time with our customers today yeah. to explain that to them. And this show has been really good. You know, some people are jumping in and getting it early. But the question is, what does that look for them in six months or 12 months yeah. time when new technology comes yeah. out because it's so rapidly developing? Yeah. You know, have they gone too early? Have they not? Um, you know going early did it get them the customers early you know enough sort of thing or should they have waited that's the stage we're in and everybody's a little bit unsure what's the what's the big advantage of Direct to film. film, You don't have to weed the transfer. So what you put in, weeding, cutting the vinyl and removing the unwanted vinyl, which can be tricky. Weeding, you know, weeding the garden, taking the unwanted away. Right. Uh, That's that's a laborsome process. Nobody likes. It's frustrating and it's limiting to the type of design you can do. With direct to film, you're using a digital print head. Yeah to print out the entire transfer directly onto the film. So what prints out is the transfer. So you can do tiny, fine detail. It's printing the CMYK, so it prints a colour down, and it prints a white behind. So the transfer itself is able to then be put onto a red garment, blue garment, black garment, white garment. The transfer is able to be applied to any particular type of garment through a heat press with the finest of details in whatever colour you press print on like any digital printer. 
Like it's it's very exciting. So fantastic. Well, listen, it's been a pleasure to have you on the show, Ben. Wayne, uh, it's been great. I yeah, appreciate it. You know, these, these trade shows are all about opportunities, aren't mm. they? You know, you come around, you look around, and you see people that are offering something. Like you guys, you know, for hard-pressed printers operating in certain fields where margins are thin, competition's intense, areas of growth, apparel, heat transfer, are really what print businesses should be looking at. And, and the barriers to entry aren't high. The knowledge transfer that printers can bring to that new uh, activity seems strong so yeah i'd recommend everyone have a chat with ben come along to the stand appreciate it wine great chatting yeah you too fantastic thanks ben well that wraps up part two of the trends and tech from PackPrint. thanks for listening to this episode we hope you've enjoyed its contents and as ever we value your feedback we'll be back soon with another episode of the print files but for now this is grant mccarran saying goodbye and have a great day The Print Files podcast is produced by Southern Skies Media on behalf of Print 21, owned and published by Yaffa Media. The views of the people featured on this podcast do not necessarily represent those of Print 21, Yaffa Media, or the guest's employer. The contents are copyright by Yaffa Media. If you wish to use any of this podcast's audio, please contact Print 21 via their website, that's print21.com.au, or send an email to editor at print21.com.au. You can subscribe to The Print Files via your preferred platform and read all the latest news on the printing industry at print21.com.au. You've been listening to a Yappa Media Podcast. Southern Skies Media.